Welcome to The Magic of Positive Thinking, a podcast hosted by Norb Savanasini, founder of AmericanEagle.com and content writer Al Edwards. Norb, this is our 24th podcast. Who would have known when we started out almost two years ago, here we are. And you know, one of the great things about having 24 podcasts is that now we have 24 people listening. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, that makes it worthwhile. But you know, it's a phenomenal day today in Chicago. I mean, this is mid-December. It's about 47 degrees out there, which for us is, is really pleasant. It's sunny. It's just beautiful. And uh, everybody knows I thank God every day for the gift he gives us. That's what we call it, the present. And uh, today is really, really an incredible day. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Me too. And I just want to say, you know, it's uh, holiday time and, and people reflect on gratitude. And, and Norb, I just want to tell you how grateful I am to have had the opportunity to do all these podcasts with you. And I know we're going strong and we'll never, never end. Uh, but uh, I just want to tell you how grateful I am to you for the chance uh, to Well, do you know, and I do too. I, I just, I wish I had a better guy, but you'll, you'll, you'll do. Okay. <laughs> we're working on it, folks. We're working on a replacement. That, that goes right into our show. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. It goes right into our the title of our show. Well, friends, today the show is called, um, what is the today's show called? I forgot. No, the today's show is called The Power of Laughter. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. And you know, the world as long as it's been around, has been full of problems. And that's nothing new. And yet it seems like today, Norb, that people are just more offended and more bothered by things that just used to make people laugh and make people smile and they'd make fun of themselves and, and in a loving way tease each other. And it just seems like we can't do that anymore today. What, what happened to the world, would you say? I don't know. You know, what's interesting is that I, I think you sent me, uh, I don't know if you did or, or somebody else, and I shared it with you, the, the Bob Newhart and Don Rickles. Yes, thing. you sent that to me. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, Bob Newhart, Don Rickles were uh, both comics. Uh, one of them was a, a very, very serious comic with a deadpan attitude, Bob Newhart. If you haven't seen anything about him, you, you should on YouTube. It's, it's really, a, he was an interesting guy. He's still alive. He's like 95, 96. Yeah, right. And Don Rickles was this coarse, uh, just insulting guy, and, and he would look at anybody and just pick if you had big ears or you were bald or even if you were black or Chinese. He would make fun of everything. Everybody, and yeah. Nobody, nobody ever was offended by this guy. And, and he made jokes you know, about precedents. And, and actually, and then I think it was Reagan inauguration where they invited him and, and here was Reagan with Nancy and, and Rickles is insulting him and making everybody laugh. And, and, you know, this country had the gift of laughter, which for some reason or other, people think that everything is serious and you have, you can't say this, you can't say that. You know what? We got a First Amendment here, and, and you know, laughter is really a big part of that First Amendment. Absolutely. Yeah. A absolutely. And we've all experienced in life when you have been with people you enjoy and you just start laughing, you literally feel different. It is like a drug being injected into your brain. And we know today that laughter actually re uh, releases dopamine, 
and uh, all the good feel-good chemicals in your brain, and it literally is a real thing. It's not something we made up. Laughter actually makes you feel better. Yeah, and, and you know, there used to be a lot of movies that, that were really funny movies, and uh, today, you know, I, I, I don't watch movies like I used to, but uh, I don't think there are any really funny movies like, you know, uh, Christmas Vacation or, right. or uh, you know, who was a Chevy Chase. And, you know, they were just stupid, but you couldn't stop but laugh at the stupid things, things this guy did. Or, and then you go back, you had the Three Stooges, you had Abbott and Costello and, and and you had Laurel and Hardy and, and, you know, these Marx brothers and, you know, all these guys made you laugh and you knew they were doing stupid stuff and, and maybe not politically correct for today's standard, but nobody thought anything about it. They actually enjoyed this, this making fun of everything because let's face it, we're all pretty ridiculous you right. know, when you think about <laughs> it. And if you look in the mirror long enough, you've got to laugh at yourself. And uh, it's just, uh, it's sad that, that people cannot enjoy just laughing. Well, that's the thing. Uh, and that's exactly, friends, what we're going to talk about today, because uh, we just all need to laugh more. I want to go back for a second. And by the way, you know, we mentioned all these classic comics from years ago, the Marx Brothers, Abbott and Costello, Laurel and Hardy, Don Rickles. Um, please, if you haven't heard of these people or don't know about them, Go on YouTube and check them out. I think you'll really, really enjoy them. Don Rickles, ironically, he was called the Merchant of Venom. When he would appear on TV shows, they'd play the uh, matador music when the bull comes out because, you know, in Spain. But the funny thing about Don Rickles was he was the sweetest, nicest man in real life. It was actually a compliment. If you got ripped on by Don Rickles, that meant you were somebody. You meant something. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So it was a, uh, a mark of uh, distinction if you were insulted uh, by Don Rickles. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, the other guy that you couldn't stop laughing and he made fun at himself was Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, this is a guy that was an artist in just making fun of himself. And, and one of the funniest stories about Rodney Dangerfield, which is really funny to tell, is that you know, the guy was not really famous until like he was 50 years old, right. but, but he also right. practiced, you know, telling jokes and stuff. And to make a living, he, this guy used to sell aluminum siding. aluminum siding. And he says that one night he was selling aluminum siding to this couple in New Jersey or something. And he's on TV, appeared on TV, and they look at him and they say, that's you, you know? <laughs> on the Ed Sullivan show, which at the time was oh, like yeah, yeah. the biggest show <clears throat> in the world. So, uh, you know, these are really funny stories. Some of them are true. But, you know, again, what else says is just look at these people and, and give yourself time to really laugh because you need it. I need it. Al needs it. You need it, really, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about some of the actual um, physiological benefits, short-term benefits of actual laughter. Uh, number one, it says, and this is from the Mayo Clinic, by the way, so these are no slouches when it comes to uh, science and medicine. The first thing is it says that laughter stimulates your organs. Laughter enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air which stimulates your heart, lungs, and muscles and increases the endorphins 
uh, and the dopamine that I mentioned a moment ago that are released into your brain. It activates and relieves your stress response. A rollicking laugh fires up and then cools down your stress response, and it can increase and then decrease your heart rate and blood pressure. The result of that is a good, relaxed feeling. And then it soothes tension. Laughter can stimulate circulation and aid muscle relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress. And then they talk about how there's long-term benefits like improving your immune system, relieving pain, increasing satisfaction, improving your mood. Why are we not laughing as much, Norb, anymore? Well, I think it's a social thing. I think that, you know, let's face it, the media uh, loves negativism. I, I right. mean, uh, you know, I, I have a, an article from Forbes that uh, I have in front of me. and uh, Let's it, dig into that. It, it's kind of an interesting thing because laughter is a very positive thing. The problem is that we're surrounded with negativity. And how do you deal with negativity? Well, you know, believe it or not, Forbes, and, and you know, one of the things that Al just mentioned, he read something from Mayo Clinic, uh, I think one of the things we've done here that I'm very proud of is that we never give people advice unless it's backed by, you know, some factual entity that, that is respected in the feet. Solid, the, credible. Yeah, solid. Yeah. 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 Now, obviously, we, we give you advice, you know, be happy and, and thank God every day for the gift he gives you and, and to appreciate everyday things. But you know, the, the, the negativity today and, uh, you know, in my lifetime, I, I don't think there's ever, ever been uh, this intense negativity as today. Right. And this is a kind of an interesting thing that I, I got, 13 ways to overcome negative thought patterns, which basically becomes a positive thing to do. And one of them, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, we're, I, I got to see where it's at. Oh, uh, here, number eight. Uh, I'm not going to do them in, in concert and is stop watching the morning news. <laughs> wow. You know, and this is from Forbes. Okay. It, it's not some guy that says, oh, you shouldn't watch morning news. No, no, <laughs> this is Forbes. And it, it, here's the, what it says. Research has shown just three minutes of negative news in the morning will significantly increase your chances of a negative experience over the course of the day. Wow. Research has also shown that positive mindset increases productivity and satisfaction while reducing error rates. Mindset is a choice, but not always an easy one. Look to eliminate negative influences and stop watching morning news. And this is from a Dr. Woody Woodard. And he's an HCI, which I'm, I'm not aware of what that is, but that must be something Sounds important. pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hot and cold information. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, it, it's it's kind of interesting, but this is true. I mean, if you watch morning news, my God, I mean, uh, how many people got killed here? How many wars are we fighting? And, 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 you know, climate change and, and all this, all this negativity, instead of saying, you know, thank you, Lord, for this gift that you give me every day. So just practice that. I think it's very, very important. Uh, and this is the beginning of these 13 uh, ways to overcome, which I think is important. 
which ties right into what we're talking about, you view the world through your mental attitude. Mm. If that attitude is predominantly negative, it can impact everything, including health, career, family, and more. Furthermore, negative thinking can have a spiraling effect that attracts more negative thinking. And this is the interesting thing. There's a magnetism, and we talked about the whirlpool right. uh, one time that, you know, right. uh, negativism is like a big whirlpool and it just drags you into this, this hole in the water that, that you look at. Now, luckily, we can slowly train ourselves over time how to think by implementing simple techniques. And some of these things that we're going to talk about it comes from a, a unit that I'm not familiar with, but it, it looks impressive, which is Forbes Coaches Council. And you have guys uh, and, and ladies, uh, Julie Cantor, David Taylor Klaus, Michelle Tillis Letterman, Stephen Cohen, Wendy Pitts Reeves, Bill Gardner, Kristen Meyer. Erm uh, Kennedy uh, and quite a few other people, but th these are people that are very learned people, mm -hmm. and, and they actually uh, made an effort to, to show how we can actually overcome negative thought pattern. Because it's probably probably the biggest problem in America today is it's just the negativity that there is, it, it, without a doubt. And this is an opinion; uh, it's probably the biggest problem. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I made a conscious, I've talked about this before, but I, I made a conscious decision, I don't know, a year or two ago, whatever it was, to I no longer watch the news or listen to the news. Now, am I generally aware of what's going on in the world? Yes, of course. You know, do I know who the president is? Do I know who my senators are? Yeah, I know all that stuff. But I do not watch the news or listen to the news because I do not want all that negativity to come into my brain. And people, criticize me for it. But we've said this before, Boy Scout helps elderly woman across the street never makes the headlines for some reason. You know, the old expression, if it bleeds, it leads, right? I mean, we just, it's like a car accident you see on the side of the road. Sometimes you just can't help but look at it. And friends, we have to, all of us, including Norb and me, we need to break our mental habits of trying to always look at negative things because it has a deep impact on our minds and our lives. I really believe that. Yeah. And, you know, it's also a fact that, you know, promoting negativity breeds negativity. And, uh, you know, the media, uh, like Al just says, if it bleeds, it leads, which uh, of course refers to the print. If it has a lot of ink, it bleeds ink. <laughs> right. And uh, this is for people that, you know, don't know uh, what a newspaper, newspaper is. Paper used to be. <laughs> You know, before TV, I mean, I used to buy two newspapers a day. And, wow. And the Tribune in the morning, and then I'd get a, an afternoon paper. When they had an afternoon paper, then they quit that. And then with the Internet, obviously, uh, you know, I work with a lot of people, and, and I've been working with this company for the last 25 years. And I don't think I've seen, and I'm not exaggerating, two people bring a newspaper in. No, you never see it anymore. And uh, while I was growing up, and, and I used to work in downtown Chicago, everybody had a, a newspaper under his arm or Absolutely. her arm. Absolutely. It, it was just part of the daily routine, you know? That was the iPhone of the day. Exactly, yeah. Well, let's get into this, uh, talking about that. That was a great foundation, Norb, for us, because let's talk about this mindset and 
why we need to laugh more and why we need to stop taking ourselves so darn seriously. And there's some strategies that we found that we thought would be great ways to not take yourself so seriously. I think, you know, as I look at my own life and I look at lives of other people, I think we take ourselves so, we're so hard on ourselves because we think that we're different from everybody else. In other words, nobody else goes through the same experiences I do. And I personally have taken great comfort when I realize that you and Joe and Sally and Fred and whoever else, we all go through the same things in life. And it almost relieves the stress that you don't have to be so hard on yourself and take things so seriously when you realize this happens to everybody, not just you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it goes back to uh, the old saying, you ain't that important. Right. So, you know, don't think of yourself as being unique and and. God, this only happens to me. You know, it happens to everybody. And, right. uh, you know, uh, you, you're sad sometimes and, and uh, sometimes you're happy. And, and what you have to do basically is, is be more happy than sad because we've talked about this before. Everybody has moments where, where you're depressed and down. Right. Everybody. But, you know, there's one really interesting thing here with this Forbes thing. Just on that, they recommend that you have a daily negative thought time and you just plan like from, uh, you know, after dinner, let's say, uh, you, you, from 6.30 to, to 6.40, uh, <laughs> you have a negative period where you just think of everything that's bad that day. And it says a paradoxical strategy to gain control over negative thinking is to commit to 10 minutes a day ruminating and reviewing them over and over again. Negative thought time, or NTT. <laughs> there must be 10 NTT. minutes, and it must be every day. When you know, when you have a negative thought during the day, jot it down and tell yourselves that you review it during NTT time. <laughs> over time, you will gain control, and negative thinking will stop. And wow. This is a lady who's a PhD and uh, she owns a, a consulting company. Julie Cantor is her name. It's kind of interesting because, you know, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not going to think about that. I'll wait till, uh, you know, time. It's like yoga. You know, people, uh, I, I've never done yoga and, and uh, I, I've eaten yogurt. That's as close <laughs> as I've gotten. Uh, but, uh, you know, people that, that practice yoga, and I'm not knocking it because it, it seems everybody I met that practices yoga seems to be a very normal and, and happy person, uh, but they take their time to do it every day at the same time. So uh, it's a positive thing to do. I think it's kind of interesting. I like that. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, yoga is, talk about a stress reliever. Yoga is a, a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, Norm, I was embarrassed when you, we went into the ice cream store and you asked for some vanilla yoga. I didn't think that was a, yeah, you know, yeah. that was. <laughs> right. yeah. I always, just, always got that confused. <laughs> <laughs> yogurt and yoga. Uh, anyway, uh, absolutely. This is an example of, of Al's stupid comments <laughs> that make you laugh, see? And, and it's good because I laugh at it too. And exactly. I don't know whether I'm laughing at the at joke him, yeah, or, or, or me. him doing yeah. that stupid joke, but. It's still funny. It's usually people are laughing at <laughs> yeah. me and not with me, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because, friends, I can apply 
this don't take yourself so damn seriously uh, philosophy to when people are laughing at me and not with me. But you know, when we get frustrated with ourselves and we take ourselves so seriously, here's some great strategies to kind of work through that. Norb, I want to hear what you have to say about this. For example, one of the reasons we take ourselves so seriously and get so down on ourselves about things is that we're not seeing the positive in every situation, the so-called silver lining. Uh, I told this a uh, couple podcasts ago, I was in traffic and I was going where I was going and I forget, of course, that shows you right there. I don't even remember where I was going, but at the time it was so important. Uh, and there was an accident and I was upset and impatient and everything. And all of a sudden it occurred to me that maybe I should have compassion for the people who had an accident and hope that they were okay and everything. And it really helped me. And that's an example, I think, of trying to see the silver lining. So if we can stop, no matter what's going on and how seriously we're taking ourselves and everything, and stop and see what are three things positive going on right now. And it's really hard to do, especially when you're frustrated. But if you can do that, I think the gravity, the levity will rise in the situation that you're in. Yeah, and in Al's position and the way he does his life is that uh, you know, when uh -oh, the car here, is here stopped, we go. Something's coming. He, he probably has a bag full of candy bars <laughs> and he starts eating them in there. So he's enjoying his moment of relaxation. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a silver lining. Exactly. You get all jacked up on sugar and uh, next sure. thing you know, you're feeling much better about and, things. And when right? the, the traffic opens up, you're singing, <laughs> you know, opera like Pavarotti. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about, um, Norb, what are your thoughts on comparing yourselves to other people and how that gets so frustrating and people beat themselves up about that? Why do we compare ourselves to other people? Well, you know what's it's interesting. I, I, again, I always, not always, but I, I bring my father uh, a lot of times in these conversations who was a big influence in my life. But, you know, if there's one thing he taught me is that don't compare yourself to anybody else. You are unique, you know? I, I keep bringing this up, but I've said it many times, and there isn't a snowflake that's alike. Right. A snowflake, let alone a human. So, uh, you know, don't think you're unique. You're, you're really unique, and, and you should say to yourself, wow, you know, I, I, I'm the only one like this. And, and if you feel sorry for yourself, for some reason or other, you know, try to think of, of the good things about yourself. And I, I guarantee you there's good things in everybody. Right. You know, and, and some, you know, some of the most inspiring things that you can see, and, and there's been a lot of movies made, and there's a lot of TV shows about people with real handicaps that overcome them. And, and uh, you know, at the end of watching that life story, you, you have tears in your eyes and you say, wow, right. what a great thing to do and most of us don't have those kind of impediments in our lives right uh, ours are much much easier to handle absolutely and they say run your own race in other words if you're running a, a, a running race keep looking back behind you uh it's going to slow you down to see where you are in relation to other people just run your own race oh exactly exactly you know helen keller a lot of young people that they probably don't know who she was, but she was a, a very, very incredible woman who, mm. who was born totally blind and deaf. And uh, 
she had a, a wonderful teacher. It's a movie made. Uh, what's the name of that movie? Uh, I, I can't remember, but she. Um, I think it was actually called just the Helen Keller story, wasn't was it? it? Yeah, I don't I know. Patty so. Duke played it. Yeah. And, and uh, Anne Bancroft, who won mm -hmm. the Oscar for it, uh, played uh, the teacher. But, you know, this is, this is a girl that basically was a wild animal. And I don't mean that with any disrespect because she didn't know any better. She couldn't hear. Uh, she couldn't talk. Uh, she couldn't see. So uh, the teaching of this person was, was a job that really has to be admired. Uh, but at the same time, she grew to be one of the most important and famous people in the world. Yeah. You know, and when you think of that handicapped, just think, my God. I got it easy. I got it easy. So exactly, uh, you know, j just look at something like that, and and uh, be, again, be thankful. You know, uh, today uh, th this this is kind of interesting because uh, our company just printed some things, and and uh, Al just showed it to me before the show. I had never seen it, but we've talked about uh, Leo Buscaglia before. Uh, there's something that is written, and it says your talent. Because Leo Buscaglia thought that every one of us has a talent, everyone, no exceptions. You know, we just have to discover what it is. Your talent is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift back to God. Wow. And I think that's really, really powerful because uh, we owe, we owe our creation, our creator, whatever it is, to, to do something good with what, what we right. have, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, what do they say? When much is given, much is expected back. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. As we roll along here, another thing I want to talk about with regard to taking ourselves so seriously or not taking ourselves so seriously, confronting your fear of embarrassment. And this harkens back to something I just said uh, a few minutes ago. People get embarrassed because they forget that these things in life happen to everybody. And I can't tell you how many times that I've felt embarrassed about things. And then when I realized that that could happen to anyone, that just didn't happen to Al Edwards, that could happen to anyone, you laugh and you realize, yeah, that's just welcome to life, welcome to the human condition. These things happen to everybody. Nobody is immune from the human condition. Everyone gets embarrassed. But if you realize that the guy next to you or the lady next to you does the same thing, you feel better. You don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of interesting because there's very embarrassing moments in life, and I'm going to bring my father and my mother back into this, talk about laughter. I just thought about this too. Uh, my father and mother were vacationing in, in a resort town, and, and there were a lot of steps going up and going down. Mm -hmm. And uh, while my mother was going down, she tripped and actually fell. Ooh down this the stairs there, there were like seven or eight steps and she just fell all the way down and she was moaning and hurting and and there's another woman just walked up to her and just, she says oh lady did you fall <laughs> and, and my father said no she always goes down that way <laughs> and, and you know it's it's faster. And you what, what's funny, my mother, when she told that story, says, I was hurting and I was laughing at the same time. <laughs> and, and I couldn't stop laughing and hurting, which is a, but, you know, it's, it's kind of a, 
really, when you think about it, right. why not? You know, there's something magical about it. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Right. But see, what the lady who came to aid your mom didn't know is that it's faster to go down the stairs that oh, way than course, it is. Of course, of course. <laughs> you save time. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention uh, <laughs> the time in the emergency room, but that's a whole other story. But. But, you know, here's the thing that, you know, most people would be very embarrassed that that happened. Right. And, and at that moment, fun was being made out of it. And, and you know, exactly. so the only thing that they remember is the laughter. Exactly. And everybody has fallen down the stairs or it's tripped. Everybody does that. When you realize that, you don't take yourself so darn seriously. It happens to everybody. Yeah, and you know, something happened that was not really funny at the time, but when I tell it, it will be very funny <laughs> because it was at that time after it happened. But when I was in school, in grade school, uh, we had this little theater shows and stuff like that. And, and there, there was uh, one, of, one of the skits was Humpty Dumpty. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was this kid that actually had a, an egg uh, costume, <laughs> costume, <laughs> and it had, you know, wires inside, and he was he walking, and he looked like an egg, and he actually fell down the the side of, of you know the stage, and uh, and it, it was Humpty Dumpty, right? And and he didn't break for, but he was crying, the poor kid, and of course everybody goes, oh my god, oh my god, but then after it happened, everybody was. And every time I tell it, I laugh at that because Humpty Dumpty actually fell. fell. You know? So yeah. in other words, he, he wasn't <laughs> performing the play at the time. He actually No, no, no. He, we were he practicing. Fell. When yeah, you're practicing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, uh, friends, it's just proof of what you focus on expands in your life. So if you're playing Humpty Dumpty, you're probably going to fall even outside the performance. Make so, sure you got eyes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the king's horses and all the king's men could not put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The last thing that we want to talk about, about not taking ourselves so seriously, except the fact that people will love or hate you. You can't please everyone all the time, no matter how awesome you are. Some will just not like you, and some will even not even even hate you, and that's okay. It's okay not to be everyone's cup of tea. Trying to get everyone to like you is a surefire way of doing the exact opposite. You'll waste your time and energy. You'll also find that you turn people off by trying over trying. Is it okay, Norb, that not everyone loves us 100% in this world? No, of course not. And, and you know, it would be horrible because if that were to be true, it, it would show that there's very little imagination, you know? Absolutely. Uh, some people might not like you because you're this or you're that. And so what, you know? I, you know, I've always taken the, the just, I don't care, you know? I mean, this is it. And, and uh, if you don't like me, that's okay. It's a free country. You, 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 have, you have the right not to like me. It's a free country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you like me, great. And, yeah. you know, people worry about that stuff. I want people to like me. You know, it's, it's like this thing on, on the internet now that people have all these likes, you know, and two million likes. And how can anybody like this person if, if you don't know them or right. anything? Just because right. maybe they sing or they look pretty. I mean, what what's the meaning? You know, the word like has lost its meaning. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, friends, the focus of life, I think, is to train your 
your vision and your attention on the people that do like you and not worry about the people who don't. But I think. And, and that goes into, you know, one of these other things in Forbes, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. Be your own best friend. Wow. We are mean to ourselves. Nearly 90% of self-talk is negative. This is incredible, but these are, this is Forbes, you know, this is not some joke. 90% of self-talk is negative for the average person. Can you imagine that? Most people complain about themselves 90% of the time. There are three steps. Release it, let it out to help, not to dwell. Three minutes, then the pity party is over. Wow. Just release it. Track it. Identify when you have negative thoughts. Awareness will enable refraining. And again, that goes back to the 10 minutes. When you have a negative thought, put it on that time, you know, the 10 minutes. Right. Uh, And reframe it. Once you know you're being mean to yourselves, consider what your best friend would say to you. Then tell yourself what you need to hear, you know? Man, I need to listen to our own podcast. This is this is phenomenal. Um, I would never be as mean, anywhere near as mean as that. I've been as to mean it to myself as much as I've been to myself at times. Yeah, and I think we all have that. I, I mean, I I, uh, I get mad at myself when I do something stupid, and and you know, uh, probably it should be on a daily basis. You know, right? Treat uh, yourself like you would treat a friend, and I think we'll all yeah, be that yeah. much better off. That's it. That's it. Or a, or a dog, you know, I mean, most people treat dogs and pets extremely, extremely well. Right. And uh, why not do it to yourself? Love yourself. Love yourself and your mate. You know, if you're married, I mean, that's part of the marriage thing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, friends, we're wrapping up here, but I guess as, as always, we're talking about just laugh. Take the time to laugh. And mark my words, the next time you have a really big laugh, I want you to think of me and Norb. And you're going to think to yourself, my God, I feel so much better all of a sudden. It's almost like a drug has been injected into me. And just every day, don't take yourself so seriously. We all go through these things in life. We all have the same experiences. And it will make you feel better when you realize that you're not alone in all these things. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, the, the one interesting thing about what we're talking about this, uh, I just thought about this, uh, you know, people try to find happiness with things that are expensive right. and cost money. Laughter is free. Today, I mean, with Google, even if, if you can't think of anything funny uh, and you put laughter, you're going to have thousands of, of funny things to look at. Right. So it's never been easier. There's never been ne- more negativity in the world than today. And there's never been a time which is easier to combat that negativity. I love that. My God, I never thought of that. It's, it, there's never been an easier time to find something to laugh about. Never. Go to YouTube alone. My God, YouTube has everything from Charlie Chaplin to today on it. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah, right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Norb, you are a gift to this world, my dear friend. And I thank you for that. Well, Al, I always enjoy 
we've had a relationship now for so many years that it's it's really a pleasure to it, it's amazing it is yeah. amazing yeah. so friends we hope you enjoyed our show laugh don't take yourself so seriously and be nice to yourself like you would a friend and with that for norb savannasini this is al edwards and we will definitely see you next time thank you so much god bless bye bye